0: Hey, beautiful humans! My name is Chloe Jin, and my mission is to empower you to live a happier and healthier life, to have the energy and knowledge you need to achieve your dreams. Good morning! Welcome back on Rise and Shine. Well, it's maybe not the morning for you, but here it's the morning, and I'm trying to record it now before the kids come and play in the playground downstairs, so you're not gonna have the screaming and crying of the kids. (laughs) This week, something really interesting came up yesterday for me. I wasn't feeling great. And I had a really interesting conversation with one of my good friends here, um, Craig from Two Minds Project. If you haven't checked them out, go. They're amazing. They're doing um, NLP as well. We had a conversation around success and failure. And I I was a bit challenged because I am very ambitious. I want to succeed to whatever I do Sometimes I feel it challenging because I have this feeling that it's never enough and I'm always chasing more and more and more and more and I have a hard time looking back to where I was to where I'm now and the conversation we had yesterday was very powerful because it allowed me to look back instead of always chasing the carrot ahead of me, looking backward to realize how far I came. What I noticed is that I'm chasing, I, I want more, and it makes me feel excited, it makes me feel joy and happiness to impact people's life. It's not just my job, it's not just of work that I'm doing, it's my mission. And I feel very excited when I work with people to transform people's life and to have a great impact on the planet. And therefore, when, as my mission is like a big mission and it's my passion, I always want more and I always want to do more and impact more. This chase of more, I noticed that didn't feel great because I never felt completely fulfilled and it wasn't never enough. And that allowed me to look back and think about how far I came. And something really interesting that he said was: human are not made by success, human are made by mistakes. And it allowed me to look back and understand that where I am now is because of all the mistakes that I made in the past that allow me to be where I am now. And that's what I wanted to share with you today because as human, we learn through mistakes. Something that came up as well for me is like, oh my God, I'm looking at all the successful people and they're doing amazing, they're earning great money for what they do, they're super happy, they're having a house, they're having family, they're having everything that they want. And I was like, oh my God, Like, how can they have all that and I am not there now? And by chasing all the time that, I forgot that they also made mistakes. And most of people don't really share what they failed at. They share more the success. And therefore, when you look at their lives, you're like, damn, Like, how can they be where they are now when I fail all the time? And by comparing this, I was like, oh, I need to hear like people's story. I need to hear the failure because that's what made us who we are. And that's what I wanted to share with you today. It's all the things that I failed at. So the first thing that came up for me when I was a kid, I used to do a lot of different sports. Every year, I was changing. I was, my mind was going somewhere else and I was like, I want to do something else, and I did dance, I did hip hop, I did classic dancing, I did modern jazz, I did basketball, I did volleyball, rugby, gymnastic, badminton, acro-rock, pole dance, taekwondo, and piano that was all the thing and every and and every year I was changing I was going from some for i was going for something different. And at that time, when I was a kid, my dad used to hate that because comparing to my two brothers, they did judo for ten more than 10 years and they stick to it until they got at the top. And I wasn't like that at all. I didn't enjoy just doing all the time the same thing. I needed to change. I needed like movement. I needed to meet new people and that was my way to be happy. However, when my dad compared it to my brothers, I felt like I wasn't doing the right thing because I was supposed to stick at something and get good at it. And my dad at that point didn't understand it. And I remember crying every year because I was going to talk to him about doing something else, doing a different sport, and we were going to have the same discussion around it. So something important that I learned through that is... I love change. I love doing something new all the time because I love learning. I love learning something new. I just wanted to discover everything. I just wanted to discover the world. I just wanted to explore my mind through sports. And I realized also that I didn't enjoy doing team sports. As I wasn't great, I didn't want to be part of a team because I thought that they will never pick me. You know, like when you're in a line and... Um, you need to do like two teams and there is one captain who's going to pick team players in their teams and I felt like oh my god no one is going to pick me because I suck at it and this was that fear of rejection and by being fearful of rejection I just avoid team sports because I was just avoiding rejection. I didn't want to be in that situation where I was the last one going to be picked. (laughs) So I just avoided team sports. I was like, nope, this is not for me because I'm not great at it. And I don't want to be rejected by the group. So I'm just going to not do it. And I'm just going to do sport that allow me to be just me. Something else that I learned is I hated competition. When I was six, I was doing gymnastics and I didn't understand the point of comparing myself to others. I was like, I'm just enjoying what I'm doing now. I don't want to be stressed by comparing myself to someone better than me, and I was just, I just wanted to enjoy what I was doing. So that's funny because that's part of my, that was part of my top three values uh, before NLP, before I changed them, and it was fun and change. So. How I behave at that time shaped who I was now, and it allowed me to do everything in my life with these two main values, having fun and changing a lot. I studied science basically my whole life, from high school till I was 25. So I studied a lot of math, and I hated it. I sucked at it. I was always getting like F or two out of 20, Um, and it's because I needed to understand how it was going to serve me in my life, in the real life, how I was going to use that, and math, when you go in high school, I didn't understand at all, why why should I learn that, it's not like, I'm not going to use it, and however, looking back now, I was great at philosophy, I was great at thinking. I was great right at psychology. However, <laughs> as my dad and my brothers did engineering, I keep going in that direction even though I hated it. When I was seven, I was starting to learn English and I remember one time, one test we, n- we had to learn how to say what time is it in English. And I remember I got an F. I got like 2 out of 20 in English when I was 7 or 8 years old. I failed miserably. And I remember crying so much and being like, Oh my God, I'm never going to be able to speak English. I suck at it. And that traumatized me. However, I am now living in Australia speaking fluent English. So it's not because you fail once or you suck at it at school. That it, de- that it does mean that you will suck at it for your whole life. That that means like you will not able to speak fluent English or Spanish or whatever language you want to learn. It doesn't mean anything. It means what you want it to mean. And in the top of that, I went in America for a year after high school and when I was back there, I could hardly speak a word of English. I couldn't understand it but I was like, but speaking was very challenging for me. And you know, when you're in high school, like you, you want to meet friends, you want to connect with people, you want to be liked, you want to be loved. And I couldn't speak a word. How, do you, how are you supposed to build connection when you cannot speak a word of the language, right? So that was very, very challenging at that time. And people laughed. I felt alone. I had no friends at the beginning. However when you are in an environment where you don't have choice, like I, I was there every day, I was learning English, I was tired, my brain was tired, I was like, oh, I was coming back home crying, I was like, ah, why, why is it, why everyone can do it and I cannot, and persistency, practice, and failing allowed me to learn English, and I am now speaking fluent English, and even though my English isn't perfect, my accent isn't perfect, I'm working in Australia, changing people's lives with words, with what I say in English. And I failed miserably at that time. And something funny is I even took a drama class when I was in America and was supposed to do like improvisation on stage. And I didn't know how to speak English, and I just put myself in a really difficult situation so I, can, I, so I could learn faster. So the reflection on this is whenever you are facing a challenge, whenever something is challenging for you, it's great. It's an amazing opportunity to learn and to grow faster than if it was easy. Because when it's easy, you don't learn as fast. We learn by mistake. We don't learn by success. So after high school, I wanted to be a physical therapist. And in France, to be a physical therapist, you need to enter a specific school, and to enter the school, you need to uh, pass a test. I tried to do the test three times, and I miserably failed again. And I cried, and I cried, and I couldn't get into this freaking physical therapist school. However, failing at physical therapist allowed me to study engineering chemical engineering. And I didn't enjoy it at all, however, thanks to that, I met my ex. We broke up. Thanks to the breakup, I left France, came to Australia. I was working as a housekeeper for a few months in Melbourne. I hated it. I was being paid 20 hours an hour, being a slave. I hated it. However, That led me to going to the Whitsundays, looking for the job on the boat, doing something that I enjoyed, meeting my ex-partner, Chris, realizing that the job I was doing on the boat didn't fulfill me at all, met Rowan, my housemate now, broke up with Chris. The breakup with Chris allowed me to be so much in pain that I had to do the work on myself. I had to go through the journey of personal development, allowing me to study NLP, allowing me to move to the Gold Coast, and finding my mission and doing what I love every day. So, all the breakup, all the crying, all the pain, and all the things that I hated in engineering school, studying something that I didn't enjoy at all because I told you I hated math. However, all this allowed me to be where I am now, allowed me to find my mission and to live by it every day. So all the failure allowed me to grow, to be the person I am now, to be the woman I am now. So I failed physical therapist, I failed being an engineer. And all this failure allow me to be where I am now. To go deeper into that because that's something I really realized and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. When I was in the Wit Sunday, I was on Tinder and I swap rights. I swap rights and I send the first message to Chris. And then we connected, fell in love. Moved with him, met Rowan, broke up with Chris, be so much in pain that I had to do the work on myself. And the gift wasn't Chris. The, cri- the gift was behind Chris. It was finding my purpose, studying NLP, moving to the Gold Coast, meeting Rowan, meeting the amazing community that is here, living here, and finding my mission, finding my purpose. The little thing that you do can impact your life so much if you're willing to fail. I could see the breakup as failure or I can see the breakup as being the most transformative event in my life. So failure isn't actually failure. It's just how you look at it. One last thing I wanted to touch based on is I studied engineering, right? I studied five years chemical engineering. I worked for GSK, a big pharmaceutical company. And during that, and at that time, I remember having a meeting with a technician. (laughs) And the meeting went really bad. However, as the meeting went really bad, I talked to my manager about it, and that was my first step into communication and into personal development because I had to understand, okay, what didn't work and how can I make it work next time? By failing, I was really hungry to learn more about how can I communicate better so I impact more so I get the outcome that I want. So it allowed me to step into the personal development world by failing, by having someone being super angry at me. And that's the foundation of where I am now, of what am I doing now. So all this little failure that I had in my past allowed me to be where I am now. If everything went perfectly, I wouldn't be here now. I wouldn't be living in the five-star hotel with a sea view with my best mate doing the thing that I love. My life would be completely different. And it's because of all this little failure that I learned and that I created myself. And by failing at studying engineering and hated it, it taught me that I was actually back then doing something quite similar that I am doing now. I was already coaching people, not on personal development, not on emotions and how to transform their lives. I was coaching people in GSK around performance management, around KPIs, about improving the performance of the industry, allowing me to step into communication, personal development, growth, and speaking on stage. So I wasn't really far from finding my mission. I was just not in the right industry, but I didn't see it at that time. And now, looking back, everything makes sense. You remember when I told you that I was really enjoying doing a lot of different sports every year that created the need and the value of change. I highly valued change, allowing me to leave France alone to explore a different country, to be where I am now. You see how everything is linked and all the failure which are not really failure, allow us to create ourselves, to create who we are now. And by analyzing all that, I'm like, that's amazing. So the more I fail, the better I get. The more I fail, the faster I learn. Two days ago, I watched a video about setting goals and something they do at Google, which is freaking amazing, is half of their goal should have 50% chance of failure. That means when you fail at a goal that you set, great, it was part of the plan. So you don't see it's, it's changing how you see failure. Failure is not about not getting the result that you want. Failure is about not trying. Because when you try to do something new, you might just learn something that will lead you to where you want to go. But you need to allow yourself to see failure differently. Every situation that we are facing, allow us to learn, to grow. The hardest time in your life is the best opportunity that you have to learn and grow. Remember that humans are not made by success. Humans are made by mistakes. Have a beautiful week. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And I hope it allows you to see failure differently for yourself. And analyze a bit what what did you fail at? And what did you learn from it? What pain did you had in your life? And what did you learn from it? And keep in mind that we always create empowering belief and disempowering belief. And now that you reflect on that, try to analyze it and keep the empowering belief and change the disempowering belief. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can rate it with five stars or share it to someone that needs to hear that failure is great. Failure is amazing because it allows us to grow. And have a beautiful day and I see you next week.